Hey guys, my name's James. My name is Corwin. And welcome to This Movie's Gay. Yeah. Remember, we don't. I, were you about to start saying, and this is This Movie's Gay? No. Okay. No. I, I knew what was happening. All right. I was aware. Guys, I would like to start this podcast out by saying the movie we watched. We tried watching for episode four. Correct. But you cannot find it on Netflix. Nope. YouTube. Nope. Amazon. Not at all. Amazon Prime. Not there. Can't find it on the Pirate Bay. Dot anything. Not Can't there find at it all. On Kickass nope. Torrents. No. Nope. Vimeo. No. Nope. Daily Motion. Not there either. Anywhere. You can only find it to purchase on Amazon for DVD. You Correct. cannot rent anything. No. Nope. That is it. And I'm gonna go right off the bat and say there's a reason for that. <laughs> it's finally happening. Happened a movie that uh, I was just bored with. You were bored? Yes. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because uh, you love that second movie we watched so much. What second movie? Or the third one. Oh. The third one we watched so yes, much. Yes, because that is a good movie. Okay. It's Bay Bed and Breakfast. It's insane how <laughs> we have seen by now we've seen what 12 movies we reference gay bed and breakfast 11 we saw 11 no this is our 13th yeah but one episode was uh a tv show no no so then we've seen 12 movies yes 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 oh my god i think i said 12 right math yes i think you did it's, in, it's crazy how much that has left an imprint on us. <laughs> we bring it up every single episode, I feel like. We have promoted the crap out of this to the same 20 people for now, <laughs> what is it, 11 weeks? Because we even brought it up on the Steven Universe episode for sure. Yeah, definitely. It. We have to revisit it. No. On the, on the one year anniversary. No. I think what we should do is hopefully by the time we're at 52 episodes, we have a fan base that we can put out a poll of all the movies that we revisit and the number one movie, maybe just from our first 12. However, <laughs> all of them will say gay bed and breakfast to appease no. me. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like we should after we get to like twenty five, we should do like a ranking. Uh, oh yes, for our like selves. Yeah, and then we can put that to a poll and see which one people want us to revisit. We have to revisit Monster Pies a little bit because I did get a lot of feedback. Oh, yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. the director about that. So if we revisit revisit anything, we should definitely have a special. What I do want for that before we get into the movie, I do want to say something. When it comes to directors, like, yes, we love that the directors are listening to this. However, I don't want this. There's never any desire for me to make this an interview podcast with a director. However, if a director wants to come on and do the same bullshit that we do here. Like watch a movie with us and then talk about it. Even if it's one of their movies. Yeah. If they're game to do what we did every single episode so (laughs) far, I'm totally fine with that. Or for a small segment, but... Same. Yeah. It's also the fact that I would want them in-house instead of over the phone or something, because then the quality's better, there's no delay, and I like seeing the person's face. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, for however, I love all those things. This is an idea that I've been shuffling around. When we get to the one year anniversary of Marshland Media, I want to do an episode where it'll be three people in the recording space. I want everyone who is a host on the network to be on the episode, but all of them will have to be in different rooms to prevent. It, it would just be an insane mind fuck of an episode <laughs> of everyone in this same space, seven microphones. Well, I mean, you could have multiple people on each mic. No. Oh, that's that's terrible. Yeah, it uh, is. It'd just be like, OK, I'm going to pass it. There's still little, it well, would still be the same amount of mic bleed because what pass will, pass. What will end up happening is people will be shouting over each other. Oh, yeah, definitely. We have a lot of enthusiastic hosts. Uh, yeah. And also people who don't know volume control. <laughs> that is that is our network. <laughs> I found what I set out to just find people who were willing to record a podcast, not people who were equipped to record a podcast. They all know it. I'm not saying anything I haven't said on mic that I keep in every single episode am i the only one that has theater or like recording background i think so and even i mess up on the mics a lot i mean you're doing a lot better and the only time you do have issues are when you just kind of like get a little bit like that but i think that's that's just you that is just me that's your demeanor i it it's more it's more impactful in person because people are looking at me and they're like, oh, I'm focusing in on this person yeah. talking. Whereas I'm like, on recording, it's not the same. Uh, which is fine. Yeah. Just got to get used to it. Yeah. I'm already sort of used to it. Just got to remember to be used to it. Yeah. The main thing with everyone on the network is <laughs> I just I just want them to have the... As long as they have a consistent volume. If it's consistently quiet, however, like whispering, it would still be bad. But... It's the fact that they're very dynamic. We love dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on to this movie. We watched Make a Wish from 2004, 2014. and I'm glad it was only it, a dollar. I thought it was 2014. No, 2004. 2004. Oh, I need to change my notes. No, yeah, and that's why I said a lot of our movies have been from that era. You are, yep, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. And then I said, what happened in 2004? Yeah, I just wrote down things were, wrong. Were you then thinking this entire time this was made in 2014? No, I remember 2004, but then on my notepaper, I wrote 2014. Okay. So, like, there were a couple of moments that I referenced it and was like, why is this so, like, dated? I yeah. get it now. I get oh. it. I was like, everyone doesn't have a cell phone. Oh, what? no, yes. And you were probably... Then I even said when that happened, I said, in 2004, not everyone had a cell phone. And you were still thinking, James is bad at math. <laughs> I just... I I didn't really have a cell phone in 2004 either. So I... That I is, that is correct. Until like 2008. I got one, I think... I had one that did minutes, like you had to add minutes to it that I never really used because I never wanted to pay for it because I had to pay for it. Yeah. My parents didn't 
contribute to my cell phone. I had the same thing, but it was just in an emergency thing. My dad would give me whenever I would go somewhere. He'd say, hey, here's a cell phone. Use it in case of an emergency. No, mine was like, this is your phone. You have to put minutes on it if you want to use it. And I never used it. I used it to play Snake. That's it. Same. That, that is the only thing I used it for. Snake is such a good game. Occasionally, I would text, but texts were expensive, so I tried not to do that ever. And yeah, that's... You didn't have a nights and weekends plan? No. Oh, so this was just like a track phone. It was literally just like, it was a little flip phone. It was gray. Why'd you I need remember, a burner phone, dude? I had a burner phone because I was in... I, I only had a burner phone because I drove... Well, before I drove, I went to school outside. I went to school in the same district as my my dad, but I normally stayed with my mom. So I had to travel to school for the most part. I had a phone in case something happened. Okay. So yes, it was an emergency phone. Yeah. All right. And I just always had it. Hey, parents, just give your kids an emergency phone. It doesn't need to be an iPhone. Give them one that just has minutes. They can play Snake on it. And they'll be fine. No Wi-Fi. None of that. Because eh. then they'll be on Instagram trying to sext each other. Eh. You think teenagers aren't sexting these days? I feel like they can be fine with phones. Just be responsible. But yes, 2004, make a wish. And it just What's your dragged. wish, James? What's your wish? Make a wish now. A make a wish cut out 20 minutes from the movie. <laughs> Maybe that last bit where they... Just suddenly we're all alive again. What I don't, was that? I don't so know. It, okay, so a lot of people hearken this to Friday the 13th. And Friday the 13th has the ending always makes it seem like, oh, was this a dream or not? Uh-huh. So that's the only reason I could think of maybe everything she thought or, I mean, what we saw was actually just her thinking out the weekend yeah, because we never saw Dawn again. Yeah. That would explain why it didn't really make sense. But before we get into it, let's let's do a brief do a brief rundown of the movie. Okay. So it's Make a Wish from 2004. You can only get it by ordering the DVD. Can so I we own that now? <laughs> yes, I yes. <laughs> that is something I will write off on my taxes. Go ahead and go <laughs> ahead, go ahead and run through the movie real quick, James. Okay, so and this, just like our other horror movies, I, I made up names because I couldn't think of it. So it starts out, all of these lesbians, ex-girlfriends of the main character, who, spoiler alert, ends up being the killer. I called her Susan Muntz, like Nelson Muntz, <laughs> because I wrote down that Susan is, an, is the annoying bully in school that everyone reluctantly tolerates, and that's how she acts. She it does jump scares at people, waves dead fish in their face. Everything that a stupid bully would do, Susan does. I called her an edgelord multiple times. You did. I said she had a very Sigourney Weaver feel, only in that she like carried around a machete and a gun and was like, yeah. And sort of looked like her. And sort of looked like Sigourney Weaver. Correct. But everything else, not even close. No, Sigourney's awesome. So then we have our main cast of characters. We have Curly and Red. They're an item. Red was never dating Susan Muntz. Curly was, though. All of these girls have cheated on Muntz. 
Then we then see Down Under, which I called one of them, who is straight, but also gay, a.k.a. bisexual. I kept referring her in my head as Coyote Ugly because she looks like the main character in Coyote Ugly. Yeah, and Down Under is kind of, you know, what's his face? You know, now this is a knife. <laughs> crocodile dundee let's call her dundee <laughs> we figured it out guys so dundee is dating long nip which is a man he had pierced nipples but it looked like the the piercings the ring was were bars instead of a hoop they were hoops but it was from a very long distance it looked like he had long nipples because of them very weird camera shots for him and he was constantly changing skin tone he was either pale white not you know like sort of tan or very tan and then charred because dude gets <laughs> burned <laughs> he really does change skin tone all the time oh that one's bad all that right. one's bad and then we see the ritual rpg because she wanted to play role-playing over the phone to say, hey, I'm not actually showing up, which does go into our dream sequence. She does say, hey, I'm not showing up this year, and she doesn't actually show up. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We don't she, know. She's there. So then what do we have? We also have the uh, aggressive vegan. Yeah, AVP, Alien versus Predator. <laughs> but just um, AV. And then we also have Michelle. Who died immediately. Yeah, which we I didn't come up. Also, shout out to real Michelle that we know. She's great. She listens. Oh, she does? She does. She's one of the 20. <laughs> she told me to shout her out, and I did. We'll see if she gets this and, like, texts me about it. you have a husband. You have a daughter who is of the age that could listen to this. Why aren't you telling them to listen? <laughs> Please. We need those two. Ex- we need a younger demographic for sure, because the younger demographic going into college probably uh, tells everyone, hey, listen to this podcast in the <laughs> dorm, in the commons area. This podcast <laughs> is now just me demanding our fans show people. So it is, it is. <laughs> and then in between, we we get these shots from a detective who is trying to hunt down months. Is he a detective or is he just, I don't, he's a weirdo. I think he's I a detective. But then Corwin called him a tracker. And then because we've also been saying he's really bad at, not really like bad at his job, but he doesn't look the part. He's kind of doughy. And I said, oh, he's like Domino's pizza tracker. <laughs> He tracks the he's doughy and tracks. So he's like he's a real weird character because he's got like camping gear and stuff in his car. So you're like, oh, he's part of like wildlife services or something like that. And he's helping track down somebody that escaped from prison or something. Cause when he's introduced, we just hear someone uh, we'll get to this later. Oh no, but, we can talk okay. to, talk about it now. So, so C Martinez. We the person that's like registering people coming into this park the wildlife person she gets a call and she's like oh what's that missing from where and then it like or escaped from where escaped she says escaped yeah and she goes oh of course something along those lines and then she asks for a description or something like that and then it flashes to her paper and her writing stuff down and at the top it just says missing person and then it says one description description that's Which, it. That's what the paper says. I had to tell Corwin 
you'd think that if they're zooming in on writing, they would have gotten someone with great handwriting to write this because I did not understand what number one was because I was expecting it to be a description of the person, <laughs> not them writing down description. Literally wrote down the word description. Okay, so... But also, instead of being escape from where, they wrote missing person. Yeah. What? What are we looking for now? And then suddenly this guy shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm... I'm Pizza Dough Tracker. I'm looking for blah, 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 but doesn't really say anything. There's nothing said in this scene. Oh, at and, nothing. And it's then, to make it comp- as vague as possible to then us try to figure out who could be murdering people, which after they said maybe the third time and Dawn was really asking Susan, hey... Where were you? Why did you disappear? Then it kind of becomes more clear in the sense that, oh, Susan is the murderer. Because at first, there's a bunch of people who it could be. And at first, you think it's going to be Susan. But then it's like, oh, this hunter dude that was being a nice guy, totally. But he could also be fake. We don't know. It was real weird. But also, like, just it doesn't really show hands for who's killing the people because the person's wearing gloves. But it does show their arms, and it's just someone with, like, hairy arms. So you're like, okay, cool. And that's not Susan. Susan has looks like she's got freshly shaved arms. But that was just a PA or something. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. who was there on the day that they had to shoot these inter... They weren't recording those in the same day. Just... At first, Susan was wearing a long sleeve shirt, but then she went to the Sigourney Weaver or the... I said the Jurassic Park style because they all look like they could be in the Jurassic Park movie. Oh, yeah. Um, even with the shorts and the even the ritual even could witch- be the fancy <laughs> lady in there. Ritual holding that paper umbrella. That had a hole in it. That had a hole in it. Which Red needed. Because Didn't in the, need it. She got sunburned. Yeah. In the swimming hole scene where they were all in bikini tops. So burnt. Let's continue with what happens in this movie. So everyone is coming together for Munce's birthday. Every year she has this get-together with ex-lovers, which is really weird. And how I would like to... A better movie would be the first camp outing. How many of them were there? How many ex-lovers did she have? Did she start it with one of the previous lovers and it was just the two of them? And then they came... I don't know. It's very strange, and why anyone would do this is bonkers. And why Red would go with them. Or was Red in the ending sequence? Yes. No, I don't. It, there were she four was. people. It was Red, Curls, AVP, and um, Coyote Ugly. Why wouldn't Michelle be there, too? Unless she really did kill her the night before. But wh- there's no reason that she would want to kill Red, though. Oh, unless she cheated oh, Curls cheated on months with red correct okay god it's just it's dumb to invite all of your exes together i'm like that's very brave like good good for you i'm a coward though (laughs) (laughs) but i like sort of they seem to be all friends still i don't i don't know but i feel like this delves into some side of lgbt culture that i'm unfamiliar with yeah because i don't know you're a shut-in I am a shut-in. Who also does the... You're, you're, com, you're, you're complex. <laughs> I have layers. You do. You're an onion. Oh, like an geez. ogre. <laughs> or a 
three-tiered cake. Yes, we'll do that. <laughs> okay, so then they're all at this camping trip, and then they start being murdered. Also, Long Nip was there who, when he he gets caught in a bear trap and ch- that's chained to a, a tree, which is nice. I enjoyed that because but I was thinking, dude could just run away. There, we don't see. So usually, when someone's caught in a bear trap, we see the bear trap. We're like, oh, I thought that's we clearly did. a bear trap. No, there was just a chain wrapped around his ankle. It was covered by blood. It was Corwin. covered by blood. There's just a chain. We were like, what is this? I don't understand. Also, for Long Nip, I also don't understand how his girlfriend coyote ugly left first and we had a scene with her leaving first and being like gotta go susan's real weird about a birthday unless that didn't happen that probably did happen because it's them like leaving to go there i don't know but then but but then they all meet up together but anyway it's it's coyote ugly leaving first and then suddenly Steve. Yes, yeah, Steve somehow got there first. Got there first and had an altercation with Susan. Maybe Dundee has a small bladder and needs to constantly go to the side, but he was driving a big old truck that doesn't get as good gas mileage as her tiny car. No idea. No, I. It's very confusing. Can I put down... I would like to bring up the first note that I put down for the movie, which was from a screenplay by... Instead of just saying screenplay by, does that mean they just took someone's, it's like a story by credit and they just kind of said, oh, we like your screenplay, but we're completely going to change it up. I feel like that's probably what it was. But then the person, I think her name was like Lauren Jacobson, was also the producer of the movie. So it was just very weird. Maybe it was all improv. (laughs) That would explain so much. Anyway, keep going with your your uh, synopsis. Well, that's it. They start being murdered by someone we don't see who murders. We mysteriously see hands murdering people. So first, Michelle's murdered the night before in her car. Yes. And then aggressive AV. AVP uh, was murdered, which I that part. Okay, I don't... How? So Susan was at the camp with everyone. AVP... Remember, this is all a dream sequence. Yeah. This all, that's, it explains everything. No, 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 she wasn't though. She wasn't. Remember, they they go back and make out and then they leave. So basically what happens is AVP takes off on her bike and is like, I don't have any food here. And then. Which, can I jolt in? If you have so many dietary restrictions, you bring your own food. Correct. Like she was like, no wheat. No eggs, no dairy. No meat. No meat, because she's vegan. No processed food. No processed food. So it's just like... She's organic, vegan, gluten-free. You're you're only eating vegetables. Yeah, you bring your own food. Also, organic vegetables. They can't be processed. They can't have pesticides. Yeah. You you are in charge of your own food. Yeah, that's that's a lot. For an entire weekend. An entire weekend. In 2004. If so, I cook a lot, and if someone came to me with that list of things, I'd be like, "Here's a salad." Yeah, I, don't, I would love to accommodate you just as a friend. However, you need to tell me how I can accommodate you. Yeah. Um, and obviously, she didn't do that because the food wasn't brought. You're like, "Here's a goddamn potato." Here's a. <laughs> I'll bake it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I asked. I asked James whenever she was going over her dietary restrictions. I was like, "What's she eating? Potatoes?" I don't. 
And then I, I just don't go, know. all the other vegetables you can think of, Corwin. <laughs> They're processed. It's pesticides. Yeah, but you get organic. organic. She needs to grow her own garden. Yeah. I mean, literally nothing against people that do eat vegan or vegetarian. Just tell me what your food restrictions are so that I can cook properly. My friends would always say, hey, James, sorry, we can't give you any pizza because there's cheese on it. We know you're vegan. And I'd say, I'm vegetarian. You will let me eat that pizza. (laughs) I will eat the pizza. But yes, all of this was just bonkers craziness. So then after AVP dies. After AVP dies, then... It is red. Ooh. Is red next? Yeah, yeah. Because then after no, Steve, oh Steve, Steve dies. So Steve is well. Steve gets caught in the tree with the chain. I and Bear then he trap. just and then he just like passes out or something. He doesn't scream for help. None of that. He just he just submits. He just he just sits there quietly. And then we do see that his jacket is removed, which I think wasn't it a leather jacket and she was wearing you could see someone wearing it. Don't know. Did Maybe. not pay enough attention to Steve to know his costume. Oh man, Steve was hot as fuck. I did like his hair. He had very nice hair. I wish I had hair like Steve, but I'd pull it out, so I can't have <laughs> hair like that. He was a lot. I also, like, why is he going and spying on his girlfriend? I mean, I understand that she did. So they did explain later that she left him for Susan and then left Susan for him. Yeah, so she is a compulsive cheater. That's why she is, he went. And they always refer to her as straight girl. And I'm like, do bisexual people not exist in 2004? I don't know. It's it's literally the B. It's LGBT. It's there. They were for sure calling the kettle black so many times when it came to cheating. They were constantly making fun of Dawn because she couldn't hold down a girlfriend in quotes. Yes. But they couldn't hold down a girlfriend either because they were constantly cheating on each other. Yes, it's different, but it's still the same. Carl's was cheating a lot. Carl's was just like, oh, I'm going to make out with Susan real quick. And then go back to my girlfriend. And, oh, I'm going to make out with Coyote Ugly real quick. And then go back to my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, my girlfriend's dead, but I don't know it yet. And I'm going to have sex with Coyote Ugly. And then when months and, or I guess we've been calling her Susan. So when Susan and Curls are making out. <laughs> her name is out, just so easy because they're always like, Susan. They make sure to constantly say Susan's name. No idea what any of their other names the are. Don't, yes. I know Michelle. Yes. And I think there was a Monica. I think that might have been Curls. <laughs> uh, yeah, I and think Dawn. Monica. Dawn. We know Dawn. And that is it. Yeah, the other ones. We did hear the vegan's name once, but I... Chloe. Chloe yes, the yeah. vegan. I know C. Martinez. That was the ranger lady. Because she had a, a name tag on. Yeah. It, but movies, we don't... just throw a name tag on everyone. Yeah. Make or, them all right. <laughs> or do it like this. You know, when you play online games and their names are above them? Got do it. that. <laughs> yes. See, this is why I usually watch movies with the subtitles on. Otherwise, I would not hear anything. I would not know any of the names. Yeah. We don't. We didn't watch this with subtitles, and we don't watch most of our movies with subtitles. But that's why that's part of the humor. Being going, what James? What was said? <laughs> I don't know. So then, after who are we at? Red. 
Red, Red died uh, after Steve, and then after Red is when everything sort of like started tumbling down. Yeah, which then we get Curls, who was murdered inside her tent and then her tent strung was, up. She was wrapped up in her tent. Yeah. It was collapsed and wrapped up, and then she got stabbed with the tent spike. And then the worst death and the most unrealistic death in the entire movie is Dundee. She dies by just like getting pushed in the lake. And it's not even pushed. Like she's like looking for curls. She's like, curls, I, I knew you would come. And then she just like stands there and stares at a shadow, like stares. And we just see a shadow like coming up on her face. And we're like, okay, what's happening? And yeah. then she's like, no. Uh, and then like falls backwards into the water. And it shows a big like pond, not just a little stream, stream, which is, where it looked like she was. Yeah. And then later we just see her washed up dead and we're like, on Did the you? little stream. Maybe she couldn't swim, but I, I don't know. She wasn't. No, but she wanted to go skinny dipping, didn't she? I don't know. Red wanted to go skinny dipping earlier. Okay. But... Yeah, she wanted to cool down her burns. <laughs> and then the hunter guy gets shot in the stomach and she screams, yeah, no boys allowed. Then it's just Dawn and Susan and Dawn wakes up and comes out and is like, Guys, I cooked breakfast yesterday. And then she starts pulling down the... Composting bag. Yeah. And, and, and Curls is there dead. And she starts screaming. And then Susan comes out of the tent. And this is another part of where we were like, how did this happen? Because Susan was in the tent with Dawn. Is Dawn but, just so oblivious that Susan yeah. can leave? Maybe they, they had an orgasmic night of lovemaking and she was passed out. Susan was able to just leave her, wrap up the tent, and stab Curls, which also Curls didn't scream at all. It was just a silent... None oh, of yeah, them, like... Yeah. None of them really screamed when they died. They were Besides all just, like, silent deaths. Dundee. Yeah, she but she didn't even... And then Pizza Tracker hears it and goes back to sleep. Yeah, he does. He's the worst. <laughs> just... I, however, I would like to say Domino's Pizza Tracker is the best. I don't know if you've ever used it. Ah, <laughs> oh, this isn't a plug. Yes, it's not, but I do want, if Domino's ever wants to advertise Sponsor. with us, and they come back to this and said, oh, they might have been talking crap. No, 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 Domino's Pizza Tracker is phenomenal. It's insane. It's, it's insane how great it is. Uh, the only bad thing about it is sometimes they will overestimate how long it takes. However... Once things start get cooking and once it's this sounds like an advertisement. It's great, guys. Domino's Pizza God. Tracker. And if you buy enough pizzas, and I believe after you get 60 points, you get a free pizza out of it. Nicole, once when she worked at Reckless Records, when you have a birthday, you choose where everyone gets lunch did from. So, did someone did, has someone paid you for this? No, no. So <laughs> What Nicole did, she said, hey, James, what's your Domino's account? Because I'm going to place the order under your account because this is going to be 40 points minimum. So we ended up getting a free pizza out of like someone else buying pizza. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Domino's is so good for real, guys. All I get <laughs> is a green pepper and feta on a nice pizza. Keep going. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Go to dominoes.com. Find the he's find not reading from anything. The closest one to you. I had a friend who uh, her father owned the Domino's franchise in our hometown. So the first time I ever went over to their house, they said, Hey James, what do you want on your pizza? I was like, Oh, whatever you guys are gonna get. And 
They said, no, 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 my my dad owns da- like the franchises. We get free pizza. You can have whatever you want. And I go, I want everything. I want heavy pepperonis and extra sauce. And she goes, okay, do you want like extra or double? And I said, what's the difference? And she explains like, well, extra is like 1.5 of what you normally put on and double is double the amount. And I say double. And it is the best pizza I have ever had. It's just like, <laughs> it's like you co- you cannot see any cheese. It's just pepperoni and then so much sauce. It's so good. It's a, It's immediate heartburn even when I was 17 years old. But, oh, guys, Domino's, check them out. And that has been James. Uh, And that's how we can do ad reads, guys. Uh. I will explain a real-life story, and then whatever things I need to hit on, I will then say. Like, hey, go to www.dominos.com forward slash this movie for, you know, 10% 10% off your purchase. Also, make sure to put it's in... Not a real, it's not a real thing. It's not. It you, is not. You and for the promo code, use <laughs> TMG. It would probably be what it is to make sure that they know you came from here and to lock down that 10%. Hey, Corwin, what do you want to eat tonight? <laughs> and you'd say, I'm thinking Domino's. Uh, I'd rather die. What? Just kidding. Oh. Um... God, Domino's is so good. Okay, let's get back to the movie. Uh, we speaking speaking of food, we never fi- I never finished talking about AVP dying and it being unbelievable. Oh yes, because she took off in a bike and she was biking hard, and then she slows down because she sees like a dead animal, and then suddenly someone comes up and cuts her neck with a knife. In that an is awkward angle. Awkward angle. They go straight for the artery like they're a vampire looking to get down. Vampire Boys 2. And, um... Or Vampire Boys <laughs> or Vampire 1? Boys 1. Jason. So that happens. But while that happens, we see Susan, like, in the camp, and she just freaks out for a second and is like, oh, I forgot something in the car. And she, like, goes to get that. And she comes back later from the car. Maybe she used the car. To, like, drive and kill. Yes. It seems unbelievable. They would have noticed that she left in the car. Because I, your car no is going to be sort of... anything. No one noticed anything. And it was just like, what? The only thing they had a keen sense of is when someone was cheating on another person. That is yeah. it. And the thing is, a lot of the kills were done in a way that it's like, oh, this seems like a very either a killer stump... Yeah, it seems like Killer stumbled upon them and was like, I'm going to kill them now. Yeah. Not, it's saying Susan is saying that it is very premeditated, which how, how did she, I mean, she would have known the vegan girl, if she didn't bring any food, would need to go and get food, but they told her to take the car and she didn't. Maybe if she took the car, Susan would have said, oh, let me go with you. But remember, I think this is all a murder fantasy. It's all a murder fantasy. Yeah. This is how I think the movie actually plays out. All of them come, Susan saying, oh, I made my wish. And then she just stands up and shoots all four of them. (laughs) Probably. She's like, Don doesn't deserve this. Yeah. Which we never see Don again after the murder scene for Don. Which she doesn't get murdered. She just she, looks up and goes, <gasps> Yeah, it's the killer pulling barbed wire against her neck and her fighting against it. And then just suddenly the killer releases the barbed wire 
And Dawn looks up and has, you know, gashes in her throat from the barbed wire, but she's not bleeding profusely or anything like that. And she's just like, (gasps) and then it flashes back to Susan on the mountain being like, oh, I see a meadow and then running back to go find Dawn. So we're like, what? What? Yeah. I don't think Dawn was ever there. This is all a murder fantasy. Murder fantasy. None of it ever happened. None of it. It didn't happen. It's just a fantasy. Like, I don't think Steve is actually there. He never showed up, which if he left after her, that would not have happened. This is that was all a fantasy that was playing out in her mind of how she wanted things to go. So no one has. So (laughs) the only one that has died is maybe Michelle. Yes, that's it. And then in the beginning, you were saying, man, I hate this camera angle that's in Michelle's yeah car she it was showing like so the reason i hated it is because it was just showing from the back seat to michelle and it's like pointing out the window and stuff and okay that's fine but it had michelle on her phone like calling susan to be like where are you susan and it you just see a shot of the phone and her holding the phone you don't see her lips her lips moving or anything like that so you're like it was What's making happening? me it was making me anticipate that something would pop out in the window. Yeah. If they did that, it would have paid off. But since they didn't, I don't know if it was to, you know, promote fake suspense. And then the other thing with that scene with that, with Michelle being murdered is that she gets out of the car and is like, Oh, I'm glad you turned off. It wasn't, Oh, Susan. It didn't acknowledge that it was Susan at all, which she would have. Like if, I was broken down on the side of the road and then you just showed up and you were holding the jack or whatever to take the stuff off. I'd be like, James. No, you'd say my brother (laughs) or something like that. Not like, oh, I'm glad you turned off to help me. Yeah, it it should have name aside. It should have been more excitement to, to let us know that this is someone that they know. Well, especially because she had just called Susan to be like, I think I messed up my directions. Yeah, because them saying, hey, I'm glad you pulled aside makes it seem like it could be a random person. Yeah, Yeah. this is a stranger. And if someone came up, if Susan was hiding her identity via a mask or something like that, she wouldn't look up and be like, oh, I'm glad you pulled off. It'd be like, what the fuck? I thought when Dundee fell off the side of the cliff into the huge pond lake, I thought what was going to happen is... Was there a cliff? I think, yeah, I think it was. Because you see where she fell, there's a cliff up. I think she fell off a cliff. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I thought what was going to happen was whoever the killer was was going to be like puppeteering curls. And then as it gets closer in, she sees that, oh my God, this isn't really curls. It's someone carrying her to make it look like she's walking or face mask cut curls his face off and was wearing it we didn't have the budget for that no we didn't guys (laughs) all right let me get into notes i mean we've been in notes but the hunter we didn't give him a name he winked and i think winking is gross frank does it to me of course he's just like (laughs) closing one of his eyes but it i i call him a creep now Creepy cruiser. Yeah, Frank's a creepy cruiser. A creepy kitten. (laughs) Oh, man. What else do I got? There was an adorable cat in the background of Witchables. Not Witchables. Uh, (laughs) Witchables. She's got Witchables. Oh, man. Don't you love those, like, little 
pizzas that came with witchables but if you wanted to graduate to a bigger oh pizza oh my god dominoes okay the hunter kept saying it bothers me when a man's being bothersome to a lady being bothersome it's bothersome to me yeah now you're being bothersome to me and that dude just quickly dodged out of long nips fists coming right at him and then does this weird move that subdues him but i don't think would subdue anyone where he just kind of like puts his elbow on from behind his like shoulder and then cranks his other arm do you remember that motion i don't it's he like held him from behind grabbed his you know right arm and then just put his left arm on the top of long nips left shoulder and kind of just go like crunches him a little (laughs) i don't remember that okay but that sounds weird that sounds like a weird description we're not gonna try it when We first see Susan and Curls together. They start kind of getting passionately looking into each other's eyes. And Curls kind of caresses her arm and says, very nice. And I thought that was creepy. There are a lot of creepy moments in this movie. My first note I wrote was before GPS, three exclamation marks. Because Michelle was trying to find the place and she looked at her agenda, her planner, where she had the directions written down. Yeah, there was one time when I went camping, and I hate staying at overnight camping. And it was, you know, Michigan has a lot of woodsy area, so it was deep in a forest for this campsite. I was with, who was I with? I think I was with Marshall and some other people. Marshall, he's in a band called Flexidecibel. You should check them out. They're very good. So I was there and I decided to just leave in the middle of the night. I said, yeah, I can make my way back. I could not make my way back. I was afraid that my car was going to run out of gas. I wasn't going to be able to find myself back because it was also in an area of the state that I didn't know. So I had to just keep going, keep going. And then finally I saw a sign that said Ludington this way. And I said, okay, if I make it to Ludington, Ludington at least has an off ramp to the highway that I'm aware of. That'll be fine. And luckily, that's what happened. I didn't need to call my dad at, you know, the middle of the night saying, hey, dad, I know I'm out on my own and I'm 21, but I really need help. Just <laughs> can, can I tell you the address that I'm at? You go on a map quest because I don't have a phone with Internet. I was also about to whip out the phone that it's still the same phone that I have right now. And this was five years ago. Jeez. I was going to take this and there is a GPS on it, but it probably would have cost $12 to use. I once got lost in the back roads of Tennessee because my friend's house was in the middle of nowhere. It's one of those where you like take a left at the old barn and yeah. like it's it's literally one of those. And I don't know if I'd been there before or not. I think I had been there once. And I thought that I remembered the directions, but suddenly I ended up on a dirt road and I was like, nope, this isn't right. So I just turned around. (laughs) (laughs) I made my way back. (laughs) You called up that friend and said, no, I'm not coming today. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I don't remember what happened. I think I think I was going to his house to pick someone up or something like that. So I had to turn back around. I found my way back to society And then, like, try to recreate the directions, and I think I ended up finding it eventually. Guys, Corwin is such a good tracker. (laughs) All right, what else do I got on here? 
I think I might have everything. I also just wrote flat tire. I don't know how her tire got flat, but there are a lot of flat tires in this movie, mostly because they got cut, which how did Susan get over to cut the tracker dude's tires? Susan has super strength that comes with being a crazy person. Super strength and super speed. Yeah. Like the guy from Split. She can just teleport. Yeah. Or she just knows these backwoods like the back of her hand. We also don't know how far away everyone is from each other. It's slightly screaming distance from everyone. Because when Steve went down, he was using binoculars and stuff to spy on the girls while they were in the camp. And he looked like he moved to a different place to get closer and he went down. And then at one point, two of the girls, I don't remember which ones, but they walked off. I think it was Dawn and Susan. They like walked off and walked past Steve. He was just on the ground. But it was nighttime, wasn't it? It was. So they didn't see him, but they did hear him like make a noise. But it seemed like that was close enough to camp that during the daytime, they would have just spotted him. Yeah. This is what you and I should do. We should go to like the real Midwest, (laughs) you know, like Oklahoma or something where there are like meadows and prairies. And you and I will have like a geocache thing so we can see how far away we are from each other and just, you know, walk 500 feet, scream. If we can still hear each other, we say, okay, how far away are we? Okay, that that is how far away in this movie they could have been. And we'll just keep going and we'll have walkie talkies or something or a cell phone to say, hey, did you just scream? I didn't hear you. And then... We know, okay, they're within this amount of space from each other. We can write it off on our taxes. But they never... Because it's for this podcast. They never really scream, though. Lauren does. So that's... Once. Wait, which one was Lauren? Oh, wait. Was it Lauren? Yeah. uh, Crocodile Dundee. Okay. (laughs) Coyote Dundee. That's her name. Coyote Dundee. I just, I'm like, who? I'm sorry. I didn't know if that's her name. The chef. Yeah, there she's... was one moment where she was like, nah, that's not how you cut a tomato. And, and then they say, oh, coming from the straight. And she said, no, coming from the chef. I think that's what she says. That is exactly what happens in that scene. So I have flat tire. Don't know how that happened. Whatever. And then Michelle got out to change her tire. I was like, yeah, change that tire. But she didn't have a jack or anything. So I was like, what? How are, yeah, what do are, you think you're going to do? How are you going to she takes gonna... out the manual to she, see, how yeah, do I do this? She literally took out the manual and she took out the um, pipe wrench. What I don't know what it's called. The thing that you take the lug nuts off with. Yeah. Uh, she took that out and that's it. And then James made a joke about continuity error because the, the killer went and picked up the pipe wrench or whatever. And they were he, wearing they gloves. They had gloves. And I He's said, like, continuity error. Michelle's not wearing gloves right now. And then Corwin goes, no, that's the killer. And I say, yes, I know that, Corwin. (laughs) I was so into it. But also, we didn't even really need to say continuity error because it seemed like the whole movie had that. So it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Remember, it's just a murder fantasy. It's a murder fantasy. And I only have one more note. Do you think there was a huge age difference between Curls and Red? I, I don't know. Curls seemed like... They were in their mid-30s, whereas Red seemed seemed like they were in their mid-20s. Possibly. Part of the joke was that Red was a trust fund baby. Yeah. Which doesn't come across until she wears that, you know, like, slight kimono thing. I don't know what those shirts are called. I don't know. I don't either. But I was like, she probably shouldn't be wearing that. But that's It's like something that Chi-Chi would wear. 
in Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Ball, unless you're talking about the later episodes of Dragon Ball when she's an older adult. Yeah. You know Chi-Chi. But wouldn't Bulma wear that too? No, Bulma is more... Mechanic outfit. Yeah. Bulma's, Bulma's a, a man's man, you know? <laughs> uh, I love her. I had, Steve said, some traditions need to die about them going camping. And I'm like, okay. okay I mean, that Steve. is a tradition that should not have ever happened. I mean, if they were friends, if they were friends outside, because a lot of, there are some, you know, friend groups that do have people that date each other. And okay, like, so this is what I think. If all of their relationships had just come to its course, yes, fine, have everyone come hang out but they all ended because of cheating yeah but they also uh, like and they all cheated on susan yeah which it was weird but then they also knew each other so like probably from these camping trips yeah so it's like i can understand that that sort of keeps happening especially if susan just you know gets mad for like a month and is like whatever i don't care anymore i don't know the friendships seem very incestuous, so we'll just leave it at that. And it does become that because they all start making out with each other. Yeah, Carl's makes out with everybody. And then, oh, her name was Linda. Her name was Linda. Oh, yeah, not Dundee, Lauren. Because I have written down, damn it, Linda, what the hell? What did I call her? You called her Lauren. Lauren, okay. He says, damn it, Linda, what the hell? Whenever she's like, I'm going on the gambling trip, which I, just, I didn't like him. He, he was weird. I'm always here to help a damsel in distress. That was oh, Hunter, yeah, that dude. was gross. And Susan's like, ha, damsel. <laughs> Do I look like a damsel to you? Yeah. No, she's deranged. I'm like, yes, you do look like a damsel. Just kidding. Susan just, whenever she's fixing the tent, she goes, she like breaks the tent when Red is in the tent. And then she just goes, I'll fix it. And then takes off her shirt. I'm like, okay, did you just put up your tent? Why why yeah, do you putting why, up the tent made her sweaty? Why you gotta put why you gotta take your shirt off like that? That's all my notes. Oh, I asked first if Steve died from chains, but then he wasn't dead and he died from a blowtorch later. Yeah. Not Which it. was brutal. That's all my notes. I actually I did get some enjoyment from this movie, I guess. It was sort of entertaining to me. I feel like the story was good, just it dragged a little. Yeah, I didn't have so much problem with the dragging. Uh, I was just like, what is happening? As far as like trying to figure out who the killer is and all that, because it just... It's such a cop-out. It's cop a out. dream sequence. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Please tell a friend. Rate and review us on iTunes. If you yeah. listen through Apple Podcasts or iTunes, give us a five-star review. It lets people, it bumps us up in their algorithm. If someone, you know, types in gays, eventually we might be the first one to come up. Yes, dream come or movie true. Or gay movie. I doubt it would be movie but if they put in gay movie yeah let's do it please guys do it yes please listen to us uh follow us on twitter uh follow me on twitter all my social movies pod or this movie's gay uh, yes this movie's pod at this movie's gay on twitter um or you can follow james and i directly on twitter as well uh my twitter handle and all of my social media is core winning it's just my name with ing at the end 
uh, please check out my theater company, Saltbox Theater Collective. We're not doing a show right now, but we will be doing one soon. So give us a look up on social media and everything. All of the information for that is in the description per usual. James. Hey guys, check out my other podcasts, Mostly Speaking Sentai, I'll Get There, and What the Hell Mouth. They're wherever you are listening to this podcast, they can be found there. Check out my rap music, Marshland Monster. And I think that's it. We have a website now. The link's in the Ooh. description that you can share with people. So fresh and clean and yeah. new. It's official. like marshlandmedia.wixsite.com forward slash MLM pod. It's a very long one, guys. We need to be making money on this in order for me to buy the domain and all of that. Yeah. So check it out. And then I think that's it. Oh, also check out Corwin's episode of Mostly Speak and Sentai. It was a great one. I think yes. it's, it's an instant classic of what that show is. <laughs> it came out like a week or two ago. Episode, I think, 14 or 15 of that show. It's called The Demon with the Corwin Kick. The Demon with the Corwin Kick. Check it out. His name's in the title. You'll be able to find it easily. basically a revamp of episode three of This Movie's Gay. Yes. Because it's James, Nicole, and I talking yeah. about things. And it's great. It's wonderful. And I've been James. I've been Corwin. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>Hey, guys, check out my other podcasts, Marsh, or no, that's not it. Hey, guys, check out my other podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit MLMPod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLMPod and sign up today.